And the number of these phrases and collocations and phrasal verbs, they're, they're almost unlimited. Hi there, Steve Kaufman. And today I want to talk about collocations and phrasal verbs. Uh, remember, if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe, click on the bell for notifications. And if you follow me on a podcast service, please leave a comment. So we often hear that the language, when we're trying to learn a language, consists of not just individual words, but, you know, chunks of, of words like phrases, uh, that there are certain words that are typically always used with other words. And these are called collocations, like put to this in the same location, you know, that they combine with each other. Certainly, uh, there's a whole, you know, industry of books and other publications on the subject of phrasal verbs. Uh, in English, you know, we uh, get sick, get on the bus, get with it, get going, all kind, uh, you know, uh, take a hike. <laughs> you know. There's all kinds of phrases that go with certain verbs, and these are now called phrasal verbs. So we have these terms, collocations, phrasal verbs. This is not unique to English. Uh, although reading some of these textbooks, you would think that it's something unique to English, that you have uh, expressions, phrases, where certain words will naturally be combined with other words, uh, but this happens elsewhere. I'm certainly seeing it in Persian, uh, and I think it happens in, in all languages. There's this thing about words. It's, it's not only which words words like to be friends with, you know, collocate with, hang around with. Uh, there's also an issue of order, like in terms of adjectives. It's amazing. If, if I'm going to say there is a new red expensive car, I'm going to say it in that order and I can almost anticipate, like I'll just say it. It's not an expensive new red car. It might be, but typically there's a certain order uh, and, and, if, and so the native speaker is going to get it right most of the time, but it's, it's not important. You can jumble the order. It's not so important. What is though interesting in all of that is that these are habits in the language, habits that we acquire. And so, you know, whenever I have tried to learn set phrases, and they exist in every language, even in even sort of express sayings like raining cats and dogs or the equivalent in other languages. Uh, I can never remember them because they don't come up that often. But for the native speaker, because the native speaker has humongous quantity of exposure to the language words they have heard and read that they'll have come across cats and dogs, raining cats and dogs often enough that they will naturally use it when it's appropriate to use it. The person who buys a book full of English expressions, even if they can remember them, they probably won't use them correctly. And so collocations, it's fine to have that as a term, but there are certain expressions. And I was just thinking about this. For example, in English, we say, as far as I know, far, as far as I know, it doesn't make sense. Why? As near as I know, as far as I know, uh, you know, it, that expression could have been as near as I know, because we can say as near as I can tell, as far as I can tell, as far as I know. These are just expressions that we kind of get used to, to using. And it's interesting, the equivalents in other languages use a different imagery. Uh, you know, in Japanese, 
私、私が、あの、してる限り、like within the limits of what I know, してる限り、or,、um, pour autant, pour autant que je sache,、uh, again with the subjunctive, or,、uh, somewhat similar in Russian, насколько я знаю, what else have we got?、Uh, you know, in Chinese, again, it's different. And the problem is that if any speakers of those languages, Try to translate from those expressions into English, the resulting expression will sound funny. As much as I know. No, no, we say as far as I know. We don't say as much as I know, or as many as I know from Russian. As I know from Chinese, or within the limits that I know from Japanese. We just don't say that. How do you get, and, and the number of these phrases and collocations and phrasal verbs, they're, they're almost unlimited. So that, you know, first of all, the idea that you could buy a dictionary of these and somehow learn them and sprinkle your language with these, I think is a little bit unrealistic. If you already know them, if you have already come across them in different、um, contexts, and you then find a book which is full of these, and especially if it's, you know, in the same language, so that you're kind of Exposing yourself to the language and reading up on useful expressions and staying in the language when you are already at a fairly advanced level, you know, I can see that as, a, as being a useful exercise. However, I think the, the only way, and this is a familiar theme with me, the only way that you can become confident in using these is if you have had enough exposure to the language. This, by the way, also applies to slang, it applies to swear words, which to my mind are taboo. Uh, until you are comfortable enough in the language that you can use them naturally and correctly. It, it applies to, for example, in Chinese, they have these chengyu, which are these sort of very literate sounding、uh, four character expressions that usually have a reference to something in Chinese history or Chinese literature. And if you use them, you sound very erudite. But I've never been able to remember enough of them so that I could sprinkle them through my Chinese conversation and,、uh, and sound like,、uh, you know, and impress the Chinese speaker.、Um, so I, I think the, this whole idea that you can sort of zero in on phrasal verbs or collocations and thereby enrich your language. I think this might be possible when you are already fairly advanced in the language and you're doing it out of interest and for fun and with the realization that you won't remember much. You won't remember many of these expressions, but it's fun kind of reviewing them. But at an earlier stage in the language, if you think you can sort of、uh, leverage yourself up, ladder yourself up by focusing in on phrasal verbs and、um, collocations, I think you may be disappointed, and I think that you're still better off to continue to massively expose yourself to the language. And you'd be surprised at how often these expressions that are almost limitless show up in all the things that you're reading and listening. And so your brain will naturally get used to the fact that certain words are used with certain other words. So that's my take on collocations and phrasal verbs. Uh, I hope you found that useful. Thank you. Bye for now.